Pallavi welcoming you to a new episode of EY India Insights podcast. Today we're discussing an exciting topic where we look at the role of generative AI shaping the workforce of the future. Joining me is the esteemed guest Alpana Datta, a partner at EY India and an expert in people advisory services. She comes with over 20 years of experience and she's also the EMEA leader on culture, leadership and people experience. She's also deeply involved in shaping the latest thinking in this space for our clients across the globe. She works with clients across industries and sectors to enable them in deriving maximum value to their people strategy. Hi Alpana and welcome to our podcast. Thank my you, Pallavi. Very glad to be here. My first question to you would be: for Technology adoption has typically been seen as something that improves efficiency, but also reduces jobs. But even with AI, earlier programs could spot patterns, but still needed humans for eventual output. But generative AI, with its power to create content, can actually take over that function too. What kind of jobs are now under threat as generative AI evolves further? we already see coders and writers being threatened absolutely pallavi i mean we can see the potential impact of generative ai on a wide variety of jobs across functions and across industries uh, let me give a few examples you know take for instance tech roles and mind you uh, tech roles are not limited only to the tech industry but are now an integral part of literally every sector so jobs in the information processing industry if i may say are very exposed you know jobs that use programming and writing skills are quite closely related to generative ai's capability so you know roles like software developers especially for code generation testing and optimization jobs like qa testers for doing regression testing integration testing load testing blockchain engineers it support and network administrators all of these are susceptible Similarly if we were to look at the financial services AI could potentially monitor transactions you know to give uh, detailed financial advice on saving and spending so jobs like financial quantitative analysts tax preparers um investment analysts credit analysts compliance officers uh, even customer care and communication managers uh, jobs like accountants risk and compliance officers marketing executives all of these you know could get impacted now if we were to think about legal services ai bots have the potential to address what we call access to justice questions and make legal services available to a much larger mass you know read and interpret contracts faster and more accurately thereby looking at jobs of say document reviewers legal researchers contract drafters due diligence analysts compliance officers and maybe if i was to just give one more example of a very different industry think about media and marketing news can be written by machines you know publishers could translate uh, into a digital only business with generative ai and they could rely on it to personalize content enhance quizzes so you know jobs of news writers content writers public relations specialist interpreters translators could get significantly impacted so you know one could pick any industry and do this analysis which means that organizations are at a stage where if they are not thinking about the potential impact of generative ai on jobs they could be putting themselves at a very massive risk 
Thank you for those insights, Alpana. Technology adoption also creates new jobs. We see that in generative AI will be no different. But what kind of jobs would the generative AI create? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just as some jobs are at a threat, like we just discussed, a lot of new jobs are also getting created. And uh, no prizes for guessing that a lot of them hover in and around new tech. So some examples could include jobs like uh, prompt engineering, you know, professionals who can design and refine prompts to interact with language models like ChatGPT effectively. Uh, AI trainers and explainers to be able to explain the use of uh, generative AI to business. AI ethics specialists and AI auditors, you know, professionals who will need to focus on addressing ethical considerations related to AI to enable more fairness, transparency, and privacy. AI UX designers, you know, who will be responsible for designing intuitive and user-friendly interfaces that enable effective interaction and collaboration between humans and generative AI systems, because that's really a new field altogether. You know, jobs such as data curators, AI security specialists, Digital twin engineers, which I I thought was really interesting, you know, engineers who will be responsible for creating and maintaining digital twin models for various applications, you know, could be in manufacturing, logistics, healthcare, uh, jobs which would require, let's say, AI policy and governance related matters, you know, experts in that field who will develop legal frameworks, standards, and guidelines for ethical use and governance of generative AI across industry. Uh, jobs such as AI augmented creatives. Uh, so we know that generative AI can be used to augment creativity in various fields such as art, music, or writing. So AI augmented creatives will need to uh, you know, possess both artistic and technical skills to leverage AI tools to enhance their work. Um, other jobs could be things such as research scientists in generative AI, machine managers, human AI collaboration and interaction designers. So it's like, uh, I would say, a whole new segment of jobs that are getting created, which are a combination of the creatives and of the sciences, uh, which could be really interesting to a lot of next gen. Uh, but I also do want to say that while, you know, all of this is one side of the story, uh, with this change in roles and skills and jobs, there will also be a need to change leadership and behavioral skills. And we are already seeing organizations focusing on building leaders uh, who will demonstrate more change and disruption readiness more ambidexterity, more mindfulness, more empathy, and more ability to work with you know, global teams, which could be a combination of virtual and physical workers. So all of these will also have an impact on the kind of roles that would become very important for success in the future. That's really interesting. Uh, one of the things that have excited people is the ability of generative AI to train students and others. How will this change the workforce? Well, uh, you know, I have a view here, which is to say that, yes, of course, students are the largest supply pool for our workforce. But when you think of the word student, I would encourage everybody not to be confused and think only about the 18 or the 20 year olds. 
we are also seeing so many executives going back to learn at various points in time in their career. So if I was to think about the term student more broadly, uh, generative AI has a huge role to play in improving both the quantity and the quality of well-educated students. And this could be students who are just about starting their career, and it could be students or executives who have become students for certain parts of their career in order to, you know, sort of refresh their learning and come back into the corporate world. Uh, you would also be aware that some edtech organizations and some schools are already well ahead on this path. Um, and if I was to just, you know, throw some light on how uh, we see them using uh, AI to create enhanced learning material, you know, content, personalized learning that caters to individual student needs and interest. Uh, again, using generative AI for improved training through intelligent tutoring systems focused again at personalized guidance and instant feedback. So, you know, I really don't need to wait in order to get feedback on what I'm understanding, not understanding. It just helps the student to better understand complex concepts and improve their learning experience. Again, uh, you know, getting into adaptive learning platforms uh, and creating learning pathways that work for each student so that their speed and their pace and their interest is really taken care of. Using generative AI for more collaboration and creativity, you know, which can help in better ideation and brainstorming. And in my view, the other very big uh, use cases where, you know, generative AI is being used for effective translation, which means that students get to learn without the barrier of language. And imagine what that could do, you know, to rural India or to underrepresented parts of the world, which means that one could really stretch this to say that it will create a much more equitable and inclusive uh, environment for the students. Now, if we were to think about this from the employer perspective, I think the implication is that they need to think about a few things. Okay? Number one, I think employers need to play an active role in creating this supply pool, you know, through that industry plus academia partnership. And we are already seeing some organizations creating very niche collaboration courses with universities to make sure that the supply is as needed. You know, otherwise it just might create a huge demand supply gap, which will only keep increasing with time. The other thing that employers need to do is also to enable more awareness and continuous learning for their existing workforce so that they don't become outdated and also actively work through POCs to apply the potential of generative AI into their domain of work and create use cases that they can leverage. So really more exploration, experimentation, and active learning so that the workforce is also constantly rejuvenating itself and you know, able to uh, rise to what the, what the potential of generative AI in organizations is. Thank you, Alpna. We see that Generative AI has a huge potential. People have already started using generative AI to write better resumes and cover letters and even prepare for interviews. How are HR managers dealing with this? Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, uh, that is true. But, uh, you know, I would say writing resumes is only one part of the game. So when we test or interview the candidate, uh, if we do a good job of deep diving to discover the true experiences, I think we should be fine. But of course, you know, employers need to constantly be at it to remain at the top of the game. 
Uh, however, I would think of this also in another way. Just as employees are getting smarter by using generative AI, employers also need to and can get much smarter. Okay, so that's by using generative AI to do better discovery of candidates, to create more nuanced success profiles, and to separate the wheat from the chaff, if I can say, you know, better search and match better due diligence on CVs, using information that may be widely available on each person through their digital footprint. Uh, so better pre-employment assessments, better interview assessment and, uh, and assistance. Uh, we could also look at you know, employers getting into predictive analytics to see what would work in their culture, in their setup. And I also am a firm believer that if used correctly and that's a very big if because we have to also make sure that generative AI is not being uh, trusted blindly till it matures a little bit more but it could also have the potential of improving diversity equity and inclusion because you know we could really look at removing human biases and focusing on more objective criteria so AI algorithms can actually help identify better candidates based on their skill and qualification, which could then promote more uh, unbiased hiring practices. So what I think is that it is as available to employers as it is to employees, and hence, you know, it would very much become a level playing field uh, shortly. That's great to hear. And thank you for all those valuable insights. I I hope our listeners have got a complete, uh, you know, detailed analysis of generative AI. With this, we come to the end of this episode. Visit our website, www.ey.com slash in to know more about generative AI in workforce and leave us comments on other such topics on generative AI that you would like us to deep dive into. Signing off now. Thanks for listening in. Thank you.